0: You have to put in the work, put in the effort, learn the skills, do the boring, mundane, I wanted to say like, they're not fun. They're not rewarding things for a long period of time. And then like you said, all of a sudden one day, it's just like, wow, it all paid off and it just gets better and better and better and better and better. And it, it just compounds. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. We were literally talking about some amazing stuff that has to do with teams and responsibility and accountability and checks and balances. And, um, and we weren't recording like this, like a literal pre-talk was like a great talk for the podcast. So I'm like, (laughs) fuck it. Let's just hit record and roll with it. So if you're, if you're managing a team or, you know, you're a manager, a CEO, owner of a business, an entrepreneur, like, fuck, you're going to, this is going to hit you in the heart, man. Um, you know, just a quick backstory. And obviously we're not gonna put any names, but we have, you know, team member, I have a team member in a position that's, you know, accountable for a certain department. And he tasked something to somebody, one of his subordinates and the person said on it and they never completed the task. And, you know, five or six days later, however long it's been, we've realized the task wasn't completed. And, you know, the frustrations on his end where like, hey, I tasked it, and it didn't come back. And my response is like, hey, when somebody loses a war, do you go to the admiral? Do you go to the captain? Do you go to, you know, the head honcho there and say, hey, um, he lost a war. And they say, well, I told the soldiers to do this and they didn't do it. No, it's our job to live and die by our results. So we have to inspect what we expect. So when you task it to somebody, you confirm and inspect that it's done. Like it's your responsibility to make sure that everything's working properly and going. And that's why, you know, you're the head honcho, you're paid the big bucks you run to the department. We live or die by results. And ultimately, we sec- accept personal accountability and personal responsibility for what goes on in our department. We can't pass the buck on to somebody else. If they made a mistake, we correct it. We talk to them about it. We explain why those mistakes are important, and why those are, you know, paramount to avoid, set up checks and balances to avoid them in the future, which Bob kind of shared his process, which I really like, and make sure that doesn't happen moving forward. And you know that if it's happened before, you need to check every time moving forward until you're at a comfort level to where you know it's going to be taken care of. And the communication has to be, hey, completed, done, boom. So like, I was just, how to manage a team. Inspect So was this.
1: So when we were jamming on it, like one of the, the big things that like fired you up was the fact that he passed the buck. Yeah, You know, like this issue and it, it does sometimes happen, you know, mistakes happen. It's business. It's life. we're working with people. Sure. Uh, And as a result, instead of being like, oh shit, I should have been on top of it. It was, Hey, I shouldn't have to remind this person. Right. It's like, listen, this is, that's part of managing a team. You know, it's part of just overseeing people. That's part of being a leader. Like good leaders don't say a hundred different things. They say the same one to three things over and over again. So we have to inspect it. And it was funny because it's also something that happens, you know, in in Gym Academy on on our service side, on our agency side, you know, it's something that we had to solve for. So I took a note as you were talking that I think is important because as we're talking about solving this and being on top of it and making sure it doesn't happen and putting the checks and balances to prevent this issue from coming again, I made a note where... So many people, and this is actually when I was when I was thinking about this morning of hey, like I want to jam on Angelo about the rise of Case Connect, what it looked like, in the processes. And it let's kind be of, clear, you could never jam on me because
0: my defense is impeccable. But keep going,
1: Damn, Like talk about, <laughs> not talk shit. Like talk about. I'm in rare um, form today, My buddy. days, my days of basketball are way over. But I made a note because it's something you and I have talked about for years. And a lot of people are like, oh, agency games or gyms, like it's such, there's such high turnover. You know, you can't get clients to stay. It's, You know, they a lot of agencies and service-based business owners have this churn and burn ecosystem where they constantly have to sign up new clients because they drop the ball when it comes to client services. And client services, you can think about the performance of my clients. If I'm an agency, am I performing as far as like providing the results that I promised upon? And then it's, Being on top of this kind of shit on the back end is like stuff falling apart and stuff breaking down. And then what does it look like? And how can I, how can I fix it? So that was, um, you know, one of the things that we did, we were talking initially about, you know, we have kind of a you know, just, we, we just have everything sent in a Slack when something is like, if there's an ad request change, whether it's by the client or internally, like we're jamming with the client and we've, we suggested switching it off or making some changes to the ads and stuff like that, instead of hoping that it gets passed along and then gets done. Like we have a form we fill out or they fill out. Yeah. It then gets sent. We use Slack. And I think We also use Monday is new, but we were also building. We just had a a pipeline as well elsewhere. Monday is new, so I can't really speak on it. But that way at least says like who it is, what it is, what we're doing. Boom. And then we have like indications has it been completed or not. And then the team has the SOP for like when this happens, what needs to happen before it goes live. So that we can prevent any sort of interruptions, make sure that all the tech is, you know, if the ads are built out and then the tech is built out and all that stuff, or if anybody's waiting on something, has to oversee it, it can get done. And that way everybody's on the same page, but it just doesn't get lost. And, you know, so that's kind of like we were talking, but we also had it for like the client services side of thing. Same thing. If like a client has an issue or you're bringing an issue, you want to make sure the team's on top of it. Because at the end of the day, if you're working with any sort of clients at volume and stuff is happening, like. Or, and and your employees have lives outside of work. Yeah, they're going to just rare stuff. for us we entrepreneurs. They're going to miss stuff. We miss it's stuff like, too. Yeah, hundred percent. Nobody's perfect. So it's like once something's missed, it's like, well, how can I? So our responsibility is how can we understand that mistakes are going to happen. So how can we identify it quickly and yeah. then prevent it or prevent it as most the best as possible? But then if a mistake happens, how to correct it fast? And then also not to pass the blade.
0: It's funny because we did this for our support tickets, right? Like I created the, the, yeah. the sub account for our support tickets and to track what's going on. But like, yeah, it's almost needed more in um, with our team, like internally. Um, and I never even thought to create it internally to hold people accountable and responsible for what's going on. So, you know, if you us something to somebody, like we should have a board to say like, hey, this wasn't completed. I'm supposed to launch this. Why wasn't this completed? Give me answers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like it's all because the hopefully if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and we're doing it correctly, but less like we're not going to have other issues pop up for, you know, along the way. So sure. it's how do we prevent it as much as possible to try and essentially like, especially when it comes to agencies. Yeah. Service sucks. So it's this is a way to provide it's, it's amazing client experience. Yeah. It's, it does. And this is where if you're really good at acquisition and then you're really good at providing results and experience, like that's how you build a monstrous business because then they don't leave, uh, you know, so it's just the checks and balances in there, I think is, is absolutely huge. And I also thought about it as how do I, part of like having these processes and these checks and balances, and I still, I don't know if you've read it. We've definitely talked about it. can't remember, but like E-Myth Revisited, Yeah, was probably, it was I was recommended to me to read, and it was one of the most, maybe I guess, influential books for me in business. Which it was systemize everything because i I don't want to be the bottleneck who has to check on or has right. to make sure. Because then, what happens if I get sick or I get hit by a bus right. or a team member they're responsible right. they get hit by a bus right. or something like that? We need to have it systemized so that like those gaps of human error, you know, aren't going to cause a right. disruption in the business because they're going to. So that's where it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And you also have to be able to quickly change. Like that's where I shared with you our, our SOP for it. And like, that's not the first iteration of it, but it was like after some trial and error, it was like, Hey, here's the best way that we can, we can solve or identify whether it be issues or all that stuff so that we have no hiccups so that we move as fast as possible. So that we, you know, just keep on crushing it. But I think that's the other thing too, in a system and processes, you can always change it. It doesn't have to be set in stone. You know, especially if your business is growing, like your systems are going to break. But if you want to have a real business that's not relying on you, you got to have systems and processes in place. Otherwise, sure. you just have a glorified job and it might be a high paying job, but it's still a fucking job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And your systems can be managed by good people and you can hire good people and trust that the systems are going to be like the safety net or the, uh, you know, they're going to make sure that everything runs at 70, percent yeah. of what you could possibly do at your own. Yep. So you can scale. Okay totally agree. So yeah, that was that was cool to jam on that. What what topic did you want to cover today although we we're, we're already like 10 minutes in and I know we covered I mean that was a lot.
1: Well, I was thinking about two things. One, as I was uh as I was lifting this morning, so I switched. I used to be very anti-lifting. One of the things I've done re- or not anti-lifting. Yeah, anti-lifting I, dude, I literally
0: sat here I was like what are you talking about?
1: What do you what do you do Pilates <laughs> and yoga now? Yeah, meathead central. <laughs> uh but like I was talking, uh, I started missing more workouts because I used to really love working out at night. I just, it's tough for me to get, like I don't know how some people can work out in the middle of the day, so it's not something I can do. I hate it. Because when I have stuff that I need to do or anything like that, like I can't fully get done. So I either had to lift in the morning or I had to lift at the end of the day. And generally I hated lifting in the morning. I like to kind of like cruise in my morning, wake up, drink coffee, read or whatever. But then I found myself really uh, starting to skip workouts a lot. Like, I'd just be tired. I'd be fucking smoked. Or then, you know, wife and the kiddo, we get home. And, like, I'd want to spend time with them. And I just I I was finding so many excuses not to work out. And it was impacting me because you know how, like, much better you feel? You move better. You think better. All that energy. 100%. So then uh, recently I switched over to working out in the morning. And it's been fucking game changer. Dude, it's such Uh, a game changer. It's like eat the frogs. Just do that difficult workout. Knock it out in the morning. Just get it done just get it done you know so as i was lifting in the morning i was like thinking about that i was thinking about you know even even though let's say my training hasn't been as consistent the last probably year two years especially since i got hurt physique wise muscle wise i haven't really made dramatic like losses or even like dramatic changes but at the same time like my nutrition hasn't been like as on point as it should be And I realized I was like, now it's easier now after training for 15 plus years to like, it takes less effort to maintain what I've built. Then I was thinking about, um, you know, just business growing business, you know, and I was thinking I was having a conversation with a buddy a couple of days ago, like, especially as Legion was growing, you know, I was not working necessarily as much, like as far as like in the trenches, so to speak. Yes. And it continued to grow. And so like the less I did, the more I removed myself, the better it got. Same thing now, like with Gym Academy, as we're, we're blowing up, I'm still in the business, plenty and doing lots of tasks and responsibilities. But even as we bring on more team members that are killing it, like I'm able to buy back some of my time, um, but the business continues to grow. And I was thinking about like, with uh, with Case Connect, must Legions, like, and how it continues to grow. You're not the one doing like at your point. You're not doing the sales calls anymore, except for like here and there, right? You know, or some of the stuff, or even cl- some of the client services and stuff. You're still very involved though, but it continues to grow. So that long-winded intro, I started thinking about the the uh, compounding effect of effort. Yeah. And you know, so I was like thinking about that. Damn, I saw just, a good post
0: today that goes with that. And I wanted to share it. And
1: shit, I'll never find it again. Damn it. <laughs> really damn yeah because like you know it's really and i think some people and like when i do when i talk to gym owners that are getting like let's say they've they're getting started or they've been started and struggling or whatever i'm like listen at the end of the day it's gonna probably like we we we, we enrolled a new client yesterday and i was like it's like just him uh, he's got a you was know, y'all like one person running the gym is doing a lot of the stuff wearing a lot of the hats. And he recently got like, literally fucking awesome dude. He, uh, tackled, there was like a traffic stop. And I think this guy like punched a cop, started running. So he fucking ran after tackled oh. the dude, <laughs> popped his hip tore his hammy. So like, he's not able to get in the gym as much. And you know, the goal is to continue to grow, like to grow that location, but then to remove it. And I was like, dude, to be honest with you, it's probably going to suck for the next 30, maybe even 60 days for you because you got to do a bunch of shit to get it to the point where you can start, you know, having those really good systems in place, understand them, be able to teach other people, bring other people in, you know, have the money to really afford other people and stuff like that. But as you start developing skills, as you start getting better things, as you develop skills of sales, as you develop, you know, marketing, whatever, chaps and stuff like that, it becomes easier down the road for the business or even for new endeavors. Um, So I was like, just thinking about, the compounding effect. I and mean, you could talk about compounding with money, with skills, with business, with growth. And then it's like, sometimes it can be a little slow, a little slow, a little slow, and then boom, then you just get that hockey stick, which then made me start thinking about kind of like case connect. Well, well we named this
0: podcast, you know, small inputs and the the long version of that small inputs consistently over long periods of time lead to, you know, big outcomes. And, um, you know, that I think that we can oversimplify this entire thing and say, I, I feel comfortable saying this that being having the ability to delay gratification is a superpower, right? And that's like the seed of all success. Um, you know, because you're not going to read a book or take a marketing course and the next day put up an ad and be a billionaire. It's very, 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 very rare. If not, I don't know anybody that's done it. If they've done, please correct me. But if they have, it doesn't matter. It's not the norm. Um, So, you know, you have to put in the work, put in the effort, learn the skills, do the boring, mundane, I want to say like, they're not fun. They're not rewarding things for a long period of time. And then like you said, all of a sudden one day, it's just like, wow, it all paid off and it just gets better and better and better and better and better. And it it just compounds.
1: Well, it's interesting because even going on that, it's like, and going back to like, hey, this, like telling the to do like it's going to suck because if you're not good at something, you're not going to enjoy it as much. You know, let's say like, let's say if somebody's not good at sales and they have to do sales appointments, sales calls and stuff like that in the beginning, they may not like it because it's something they're not good at. Nobody really enjoys doing things that they fucking suck at except for like the small, small percentage of people in the world because then they, they want to become great. But then that same thing, like you might hate sales, you might dread it. It might be like, oh, this is difficult. And then you get good at it. And it doesn't feel like sales anymore. And you look forward to it, you know, and it's like, but it's, I had to build that skill. I had to, I had to kind of endure the suck for a little period of time. I then had to just constantly get that repetition in. Like that's, I mean, that's why I always go back to like fitness and building muscle or losing weight is such a good analogy for fucking everything because it's just over time. And then, you know, then all of a sudden you're good at it. So you're not going to, you're not going to be upset about it. You know, you're not going to be frustrated on it. You can teach other people how to do it and then you can, compounds your efforts your skills your knowledge yeah uh, but yeah so I mean it's so true you know I think I think that's a good point though it's really it's just delayed gratification it is that's dude, just to life.
0: oversimplify everything it's just like your ability to delay gratification I've seen um, friends or colleagues change jobs like four times over the the one time that I've just been stuck with the one business and you know it's like it's like you just stick with one thing and then we were talking about like Matt comfortable sharing his name here, but he's stuck with, he stayed at car sales for a long time. He's actually making really, really good money right now. Right. And it's like, I know it's not business, yeah. it's not an entrepreneur, but like, dude, he just did the same boring mundane stuff every day. And he's like six, seven years in and he's making really, really good money. You know, um, making money, making money like, like a doctor would make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he did the boring stuff nonstop day in and day out and did stick with it. While another person who started with us is on like a third job making a fraction of it and that's kind of like where it you know i mean delay gratification dude like sometimes the grass looks greener and you're just like you want that instant gratification of like oh with this job i get a car oh and then you leave and you start all over and it's like dude just stick with it delay the gratification and it's everything in life dude you plant a seed and it just doesn't pop up and give you fruit like you gotta wait sometimes years for like fruits fruit trees to bear fruit and it's like that's life, dude. That's business. That's success. That's finances. That's that's meaningful relationships. Like, it's just delay gratification is a superpower. And that's the 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 seed of all success.
1: The more you put into it over time, it's just going to give you like massive reward. Yeah. And I was, as you're talking, it's like, it's a good example with Matt because there's so many positions that you can really make a good income. Sure. And I was thinking about because obviously you and I both love cars. And yeah. I was like, Fuck, like honestly, if you're able to sell cars that you enjoy, so you're around these cars you like and make good, like that would be pretty fucking fun. Yeah. I've never sold cars before, yeah. but it's like, hey, if like that's a skill that I have, I'm able to earn a good income from it, and I get to be around stuff. Like I'm not stuck in a job that I hate or an environment I hate. Like that would, that would absolutely suck. Um, I literally just lost my train of thought because of ADD. Um, <laughs> you're, but, you're you're saying I,
0: like sticking there is something you love to do with cars?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, thank you. So then, but it also makes me think about like for, you know, for somebody who's just working a job, it's so true, especially like, I think you and I have talked about it. So many people get, I remember I was talking to a buddy of mine and he's in banking and he's like, oh, I want to start like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. I was like, dude, like you're in banking, which in, and on a career track where like your income potential is unlimited. Yeah. Like. Most entrepreneurs are not financially successful. No, right now, especially with the ecosystem of social media, those that are successful—the small percentage—are really highlighted. So you think it's the same, like Dude, same thing. when more su- people are it's body sucks. dysmorphia, Smoke and mirrors, man? You think it's yeah. so You think everybody's successful? It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like when I talk to them, like, listen, obviously I love entrepreneurship and there is the component of freedom, but it's not necessarily like you might work for yourself, but you might work now twice as much and it's going to take you potentially twice as long or you just stick with where you're at and then set yourself up and then you can eventually do whatever you want. So it's like an interesting thing, whereas there is just with time, if you're in the right field, you can have a layer of success or whatever that means to you. And at the same time for business owners... You know, it's, it's, it's a shiny object syndrome. You know, you start doing something and then maybe it's something that's new. You're not very good at it. And then you're like, Oh, what what about this idea? What about this thing? Or what about this thing? It's like, and that's why I was talking to somebody actually about case. And I was like, literally they do one thing and they do it really well. And they've gone up to here. They haven't gotten distracted by doing other stuff. It's just this. So. You could try and do all those other things, but there's a reason why so many people get stuck in a business at a certain income level, whether it be a gym, a fucking agency or whatever, it's because you've actually never gotten good at one thing. Instead, you're trying to do all these other yeah, things. You just you
0: get okay at this thing, okay at that thing, like maybe, it's like, that's all it is, dude. You just like float around, dude. You're just a jack of all trade, master, none, dude. It's what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It,
1: you'll never be successful that way, man, ever. No. No. Ever. And and, and nothing wrong with like exploring new stuff and like testing like, hey, you know, even like what we're doing in Legion right now, like we were talking about it at Westchester, we're testing a new service offering, but we're doing it in a beta run. And then we're going to reevaluate it in 12 weeks. And then if it looks good and promising, like it is now, we'll continue doing it. Yeah. And then once we really have it dialed in. Then, you know, we can bring it to the rest of the franchise. But like, first it's like, Hey, let's test it. Let's do it. Like there's only two, three, there's actually two things. We're just, we brought a new team member. I was like, Hey, this is all you're focusing on for the next 12 weeks. Yeah. And then honestly, after the next 12 weeks, we might just fucking continue just focusing on this again. Cause this is all we need up until X point, you know? Um, but like, you know, then you could test it. That brings but, me back to um
0: John when he was like, I want to learn more. I want to learn all this stuff. I was like, I want to learn a lot about business, but like just master sales first. Just keep pushing just master sales, master sales. You're not there yet. Master sales, yeah. master sales. He's got really good. He's, uh, he's wearing his big boy pants now, which, um, uh, that's awesome. It's he, I've listened to his calls. We're reviewing them in the metaverse. You get so mad when I, I actually send you metaverse calls now. Cause I know it pisses you off. Like I actually do it on
1: purpose <laughs> now. Cause like you get, you get like a zero interest in doing this. So like, I make it a point to send them to you. Uh, and I'm like, as I say that, I'm like, Hey, maybe I'm going to be, I'm that old cranky guy now, but bro, you are. You, see, you also- see Taylor's
0: reaction to that yesterday. The metaverse thing, dude, it's actually fucking, if you tried it for a awesome. week,
1: you'd be like, Oh, this is fucking cool. Good for you guys. One of the reasons that one, I got into business is so that like, frankly, and the way I run these businesses is like, I have no problem. I love talking to my team, bro. You don't want to be I around anybody. You're a fucking hermit. I don't want to be around. People. Yeah. You're a fucking I don't hermit. like, like, that's why I'm in Montana doing my own fucking thing I don't want to be in the fucking metaverse as if I'm in the city I lived in Philly I'm over that shit like I'm done so for you you're like oh we're in the metaverse I'm like fuck that sounds miserable that sounds like I'm in an office and I'd rather actually have an in person office it totally feels like like an office so I don't want to do that like I've never that's not my life that's not not what I do
0: yeah it totally feels like like an office um yeah, I don't know. That was pretty fucking funny.
1: I think um, let's just wrap it up, though, on, the, on that part with, uh, you know, I think you getting that was pissed off at the metaverse. I know. I guess I'm just fucking I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to I'm not going to be in the next evolution of human beings. I I everybody like everybody else's It's Ready Player One, and I'm sitting there cranking. Dude, it's funny because since you said that, I don't know guns. if
0: it's like me noticing it now, but since you said that, every video I watch on like some kind of VR, things like I feel like I'm in Ready Player One, and I'm like, God. ever since you said, dude, I never noticed it. It's like videos I've watched before and didn't notice it. Now yeah. that you said that, and I like googled the movie, I noticed it everywhere. Oh, real quick before we go, I know we're ending it. Yes, I ramble. You watched Arnold on Netflix? Uh, I've watched a couple episodes. It's so, bro. Good have you so yeah so good i'm only finished episode one but yeah. i mean so good to where he said that when he would work out and i was telling my team this the other day i was like he worked out he said for three hours with no music and he would literally just yes. imagine what it would look like um like what his life is going to look like when he moved to america became rich became famous was like a world-renowned you know mr universe like he literally just worked out for three hours with no music and just his thoughts and his imagination
1: and holy crap dude that's uh, powerful man super I mean and that's uh, I would encourage he has a autobiography that I read years and years ago and oh, it was look it so up. good it's probably just like what's Arnold, it called probably some shit I have no idea it's probably called Arnold as well um, but like yeah I watched that uh, first episode and I was like fuck like I actually remember that part because dude when I left I'm like clanging with music and shit like that blasting shooting your phone silence, in. yeah <sighs> And I I was like, this, think about that level of determination and focus. And I like, I think about that early on where, and you're probably similar, when you first start developing these skills and you're obsessed with it, nothing else matters. I remember like when I was learning about fitness and gaining muscle, it's all I did 16 hours a day. Yeah. Like whenever I could be, I was on the computer and things back then, I was just learning, learning, reading books and all that. And I was watching and it's silent. And they, you just hear that, that, uh, that moving. And I was like, That's why he is who he is. Like he's on a different level, whether it be, you know, when he wants something, when it's focused and stuff like that. And how many people, like everything, you know, he had no, like they weren't well off or anything like that. And he's like, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to put myself in these situations and I'm not going to give up. Even when, as you like continue to watch, things didn't go his way. Right. And how many people now would just be like, they would quit in two seconds. Oh, I can't, there's no music in this gym. Oh, fuck this. Right. the equipment isn't good enough, fuck this.
0: I think, and this is the speech I was given to our team, is like, one, if you don't know where you're going to be in five years and understand exactly what your life's going to look like, you can't even envision that. So you're fucking lost and you'll never get there. And I was never like, and two, um, you know, I was talking about that eat the frog. Like, this guy just had the ability to do the boring, mundane shit. I talked about curl on a phone every day and how heavy does that phone call get and making 200 calls a day and how heavy does that phone and I talked to them like dumbbells like can you curl a 50 pound dumbbell can you curl a 100 pound dumbbell with one arm and they're like no I'm like cool well that's how heavy that fucking phone is when you don't have a why you don't have a purpose like you don't have a fucking vision of where you want to go Why the fuck would you make 200 calls Why the fuck is somebody gonna give you an objection you're gonna fight for if you don't know why you're doing this so I'm like if you guys don't have a goal you're a loser and I was like you I challenge all of you if you don't have a goal go home tonight Turn everything off and write your five year goal. Don't be a loser. And I was like very harsh with him and very direct. And one of the guys reached out, I was like, God, I wrote it and this is my day difference. And he put up four deals one day, three deals the next day, like, boom. You know,
1: sorry, I was ADHD, awesome, but
0: yeah, Arnold got me
1: pumped up. Yeah, that is, that's a great way to end it, bro. Yeah, that's awesome. Is a book called Total Recall?
0: Probably. All right, I see that. Yeah, go and buy it. I'm going to watch it and then buy it to
1: read what I already know from this show. I got to finish off. I'll finish off probably soon. Enjoying it. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.